Savani Cup and welcome to another episode here on the Fungit Pod. It's Monday and you know what this means. The original, the OG MMA Monday back in your life. Still the only MMA podcast in the world that is, and you know it, not sponsored by Manscaped. <laughs> and we'll keep it that way and still there is Manscaping involved, evolved, involved here in the podcast not telling you more though <laughs> more on my only fans <laughs> let's jump right into what happened and then of course also like what's gonna happen and as with all my podcasts right now i'll try to add like a more like media kind of spin on it like what's because I, i'm i work in the media and stuff like this so i try to look into like from media broadcasting content publishing point of view does it make sense what should have been done what could have been done better or what, what was done to perfection and speaking of what was done to perfection maybe not to perfection but what was that what was surprisingly entertaining this past week weekend was and not not sponsored not affiliated but it was they should have this as a sign i feel like ha styles try it combat the ring stupid <laughs> The idea to, but we understand the idea. They want to create something new, right? Thriller, clearly we're smoking some, something probably with Snoop Dogg uh, after last turn. Like, hey man, what can we do? And Snoop Dogg is like, man, triangular rings. <laughs> Look stupid, feel stupid. I mean, from just from watching, I haven't been in one. Um, but, and, but it works. Like, not the try. I think the, sh the ring shape, doesn't didn't really matter but of course for branding and whatnot get it cool whatever still looks weird could be out of squid games <laughs> but the idea of like team mma versus team boxing was kind of fun um and watching this even though the, the fights haven't been all super mega awesome i felt thoroughly entertained and I don't really want to say it because I've been hating on Triller a lot, <laughs> like with the last fight and so on, but it was somewhat entertaining. And this time there was no elderly assault involved. So yeah, and from a promotional point of, of view, I mean, they could have done more in like pre-promotion, I believe, but like the last few days on the build-up to it, good. Charles Sonnen talked about it. Um, as a favor to someone who works there, he said, but still he talked about it. We had, of course, Helvani there because he's selling out everywhere right now. Like every, what's the schmo there too, I believe too, right? Like everybody from of importance was there. So good job. And their IG game, their social media game on point. Fantastic. Then they, I didn't, I didn't know that they had Metallica playing there. If I would have known it before, I would have marked it on my calendar. I would be like, yeah, I want to see Metallica live. Um, so from an entertainment point of view, cool. From a pure sports purist point of view, do I need to see Mike Perry in a boxing match? Yes. <laughs> I do. No. Not I don't really need to see like boxing versus MA fighters, right? And we've seen it and also in the in the main event that this was of course like ah. But again the entertainment value up until then was there. And I didn't enjoy it. Do we need to talk about the fights and then what's next? No, the next tried combat is gonna be whenever, right? It's just like 
not a one-off but it's not going to be something that happens like every week now so standings rankings and whatever who cares but and the belt is ugly af thriller come on you got more money maybe i'm not sure anymore but yeah overall this was fun and well to thriller like you make me watch those fights enjoy the show yeah cool maybe it just dawns to me on me right now this was an event for older people with metallic and stuff like this so i enjoyed this rather than justin bieber or whoever else like was performing those those boxing events well thank you thriller for making this for older people i guess will there be another trial combat i am sure there will when we don't know but that was it was fun for what it was and again from a media broadcasting content creators point of view ig game on fire um all made sense good job the videos that came out great um yeah good job well done there's just no no takeaway like what's gonna happen next i, I want to see the next tried combat event there's no such thing like this so this could have been like done a little bit better or next thriller event or something like even on thriller the website at thrillerfightclub.com there is there's no like next event or anything announced so that's like a bit of a letdown like if you have something cool you want to add some call to action for the next cool thing right so that, that, that's that's a bit missing there um but other than that i was entertained and i would not have thought that uh, so good job mm, what else do we have well we had one championship um putting on and i have to look at my notes i'm sorry because i'm getting uh, i'm losing track of the event names well i shouldn't because it was next gen doing some some three next gen three with the main event um lito Ariwang versus jared brooks and in the preview last week i said i think Ariwang Ariwang got this because he's got the power mullet well screw me <laughs> jared brooks submission uh, round two congratulations jared brooks that was slick nice well done uh, again tipping my head this was a nice nice uh, submission for jared brooks curious to curious to see where he goes from here because lito Ariwang uh, has been like uh, they say a perennial top contender but but he's been like close to the top for a while so this puts jared brooks right in there and well congratulations jared brooks so like we're looking forward to seeing what he does next co-main event and i said this before if he's on then he's on and he was on alverdi ramasan of the, the, the former champion um in one championship uh, knocks out Pong Siri, uh, PK Sanchai, Muay Jim uh, in round one. Just set him down. And that's it. Um, good job. I, I told you, if he's on Alverdi Ramasanov, then he's on. And man, on he was. Congratulations, Alverdi, for bouncing back after losing the title. So well done. Congratulations. Um, not much to see because it was a round one uh, KO. Then we had Alex Silva versus Rene Catalan, and I told you every time I watch Rene Catalan, he loses. I'm sorry, Rene, for watching again, <laughs> because it was, again, a, a, a quick submission victory for Alex Silva, submission round one. Congratulations. Finally, a fight that goes just the way I predicted, so I'm um, on fire here. We then had also uh, Panpiak Chitmungnon, and I told you it's the guy from the gym that Rotang is from. Uh, he took the UD again against uh, Daniel Puertas, which was okay, in my opinion. No issue with this. Uh, then we had Peter Boist versus uh, Ruslan Emil Begulu. 
and Ruslan took the UD here, but those two <laughs> were not done afterwards. They think they would have gone like longer, like five rounds or like last man standing. There was some heat in there. Um, so maybe we're gonna see a, a rematch or something in the near future. And then we had Felipe Lobo versus Rotleg, PK, Sentai, Muay Thai, Yim. And Felipe Lobo took the UD. Who would have thought that? I thought Rotleg's gonna come out like guns blazing and will he? Yeah, kind of tried, maybe. I'm not sure. It wasn't that great. Um, but congratulations to Felipe Lobo for taking the UD against a Muay Thai legend. So, um, it was a kickboxing fight, so not Muay Thai. So, yeah, but Rotleg is more like a puncher, anyways. But uh, congratulations to Felipe Lobo like, for making the best out of the situation, for making it work. So, um, well done there. I do enjoy uh, those purely stand-up fights once in a while as you know of course or stand-up cards um the next event is not too far off by the way it's in three days it's called not next gen 4 it's called one winter warriors because here in southeast asia winter is coming <laughs> it's it's uh what's it's 20 november 28 um 25 degrees Celsius out there here in Bangkok. Um, yeah, so much for winter warriors, right? Okay, and the headliner is the lightweight kickboxing world championship between Ration Ursel, who has been on a tear in, in one championship. Um, he like ever he, he won the title, I think, against Nico Holskin, or he did he defend it against Nico Holskin already? Um, but he dismantled Holskin. The Ration Ursel is really tall. Um, so he's always got a reach advantage. Usually he's going to fight Islam Murtazaev uh, from Russia. I simply assume that he still, one doesn't give you like the one, one-on-one -on -one, like comparison, unfortunately. But I believe Rachel Ursel still has a height and reach advantage, I assume, because he always had one so far. So, um, and, but he's a very exciting fighter. He does like spinning stuff and, and so on and, and flying knees, uh, lots of elbows. So this should be, well, it's kickboxing, it's not Muay Thai. Huh, sorry, then, then not no elbows uh, but still spinning stuff <laughs> um then we have then we have the adam wade world grand prix finalist the co-main between stamp fatex from thailand go stamp uh, versus rito fogart from india and while i'm based in thailand and of course i support all thai athletes i see a mauling on the horizon for stamp because rito fogart is mean she's a mean 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 person and i mean this in the best way possible for like in cage action she goes forward she grabs she, she grabs her grabs a hold on you you're going down you're going for a ride and then she's just working her way on top of you and then she's just mourning you or she's submitting you but probably mourning you um the thing is stamp is a fantastic kickboxer muay thai fighter right like decorated muay thai fighter here in thailand beat everybody but she's just been doing MMA for like a year or so. I'm not sure. Like, and in the last fight, like her her takedown defense was on the fight before. Her takedown defense was okay. Like she she scrambled, but then she got taken down and she's just powered out because she's pretty strong. I don't think she's stronger than Rito Fokat though. So I can see Rito Fokat just just like. And Rito Fokat can also stand. It's not. She's not like a Ben Askren kind of type right she can stand and bang 
but she will try to I mean if, if it would be a pure standard battle I would give the advantage to Stamp I think Rito Fuka tries to deflect a little bit like maybe try to give Stamp some looks on the feet then just go for the takedown and then, then try to assert dominance in ground and pound that, that's, that must be that has to be the game plan for Rito Fuka and while I'm team Thailand all the way I think that's gonna work I will be celebrating if Stamp wins, of course, but I think Rito Fogart um, will take the victory here. S sorry, Stamp. Could hold my cup. Peace, Stamp. Oh, it's non Stamp, actually. <laughs> sorry, Stamp. Uh, I hope you win, though. I hope you win. Uh, so, Chok D. Uh, <laughs> um, we have then also Kichin Liang versus Hiroko Akimoto um, in the Bantamweight kickboxing bout. I, I, I don't I watch footage on both, but the footage that, that you find of course is like more highlights. <laughs> of course in highlights you always look good, right? So um that that's a toss-up for me just from from uh watching the, the footage like that, that I could watch. So I, I really don't know um who I should be picking here. In the lightweight bout it's that's before that one though on the card, and I'm not sure why, why it's not higher up on the card. It's Timofei Nasjukin, the guy who broke Eddie Alvarez's jaw, versus Dagi Aslanayev. <laughs> Sorry, Dagi. That's why everyone at one championship just calls him Dagi. <laughs> um, Russia versus Turkey. Um, you would assume grappling heavy, but those are some banging strikers too. Like, they're gonna throw down. This is gonna be a freaking fun fight, and this could be the show stealer of the night. So, if you're planning on, um, if you're planning on just watching the main event, uh, don't do it, because this is gonna be fun. This is gonna be a really, 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 really good fight. So, um, yeah, don't miss that one. Uh, we also have Kang Chi Won from South Korea. Um, and heavyweight versus Buchecha. Did I say it correct? Buchecha. Um, which is going to be really interesting. I think that that's like, you, you know, Marcus Almeida, right? Buchecha. Um, in, insanely decorated Brazilian Jiu Jitsu heavyweight master. Um, I think that's his de debut, isn't it? Uh, in heavyweight against now Kang Chi Won. Um, you would assume that they give him someone he can handle, but you never know. So um, I'm going to get curious to see how <laughs> juiced up uh, Buchecha will look like. <laughs> look like, not going to be, just look like. Um, this should be fun, though. I'm curious to see how he does. Um, and then we have, as an opener, we have Hu Yong versus Yuyu Wakamatsu. Yuyu Wakamatsu is always also one of those guys who's always like kind of like there, but then not. Right? So he's, he's there. But he doesn't take the the big victory. But he, like, but he stays flyweight, right? So he yeah he, he fought DJ uh, Demetrius Johnson, right? Mighty Mouse, and he he gave him some trouble. He gave him some really good looks, but just didn't get it done. So he's just like there. So I, I hope he gets it done because he deserves it. Because he he puts on he puts on shows. So I'm I'm picking Yuya Wakamatsu in this case. Probably gets knocked out when I pick him. I'm sorry. I feel like I feel like Charles Sonnen. Um, yeah, so but that that's about it. Alright, so that, that's what what we can expect from one championship. In terms of media, by the way, coverage and so on. I mean one championship is always free on YouTube, the events, right? Live. Um, they have like a very active IG and social media game. I just don't I just don't feel that it, it um, how to say it adds up to what they're preaching. They're preaching like 
like John Cena kind of thing, like loyalty, hustle, respect, or whatever. Um, like they like respect martial arts code, code of honor, the Bushido code, and so on. And then when you go to the IG, it's like every knockout in slow motion is showing like how how the loser falls down in slow motion, how they got like their head turned around and stuff like this. They they posted the Georgia Petrosian knockout like a thousand times in super slow motion from every different angle. Um, yeah, so that just doesn't fit that, that that respect martial arts and so on code that much to me, to be honest. But uh, maybe that's just me. In terms of output, they're doing well, of course. They're also on mainstream media more more often, I believe. I think also in the US, but let me know how, the, how it looks there so far. The one thing that just doesn't work is like they're announcing stuff, then they're postponing it again. Then they're announcing it, then they're postponing that, That's just really annoying. Uh, I understand pandemic and so on, but it maybe planned better in the beginning. Okay. That's my one takeaway, one championship takeaway. Of course, I have more. Two more to come with Bellator and UFC. Bellator, we make it very short. We have uh, Bellator 272 um, on Friday, uh, also on Friday, um, at the Mohegan Sun again. And I'm only going to talk about the main event because the question anyone. Um, so we have Sergio Pettis in action again versus Gyochi uh, Horiguchi. And I mean, oh, it doesn't say. I, 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 it doesn't say his age, but I feel like Horiguchi has been around forever. Um, he has a record of 29-3-0, and 0, uh, while Pettis has 21-5. and 5. Um, It just feels like Horiguchi has been like, like a, a household name for so long, right? And, um, yeah. I don't know. I don't think... I think... I have the soft because I've been watching Horiguchi for for a while, so that's why I'm hesitating right now. So I'm gonna pick Sergio Pettis again because he's just been on a roll, kind of like I mean he's been putting the winning efforts now since going to Bellator, and even though I really hate Sergio Pettis' social media game, to be honest, like this flashy show of stuff and uh, it's just so annoying, like this 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 yo bro stuff. It's I I don't like it, but. Fighting-wise, I mean, you can't hate on him. So I guess he, yeah, you have to take Sergio Pettis there, I think. Um, I'm curious to see Johnny Eplen also versus Colin Huckbody, simply because Bellator doesn't have a picture of Colin Huckbody on their website. <laughs> nice, Bellator, nice. Um, yeah, and we have also JJ Wilson again, um, you, who you might know because they've been talking a little bit about him, which is Alfie Davis. Um, JJ Wilson stands at 8-0 so far, so um, let's see if Alfie Davis can give him like a bit of trouble or if he continues his unbeaten streak there, if he even comes out of New Zealand. That's <laughs> the question. Okay, so that's, that's Bellator for you. Bellator and media and content creation and anything is doing a BS job to be honest. I love Scott Coker, he's like really cool, but like his team for like socials and media and whatnot, sorry, but they suck. <laughs> I'm really sorry. So they, they could take they they should copy anybody else um, because even the PFL, uh, anybody else, because everybody else is doing a better job than Bellator in getting people excited about them. Like, I'm sure many of you didn't even know that there's going to be a Bellator event again on a Friday, for example. So Bellator, get your shit together. That's really annoying. 
Okay, and then finally, UFC in the house again um, with the UFC Fight Night. We with the main the main event is gonna be awesome. Rob Font number four bantamweight versus Jose Aldo number five in bantamweight. Um, yeah, Rob Font. I think if I read the odds correctly, is a betting favorite over Jose Aldo. And of course, I hope Jose Aldo is gonna turn back the clock one more time and. Fuck, Jose Aldo looks old on those pictures on UFC.com. What are you doing with the man? He doesn't look that bad, does he? Oh my God. Jose, what did they do to you? Um, so yeah, Rob Font, Jose Aldo. I, the brain says, of course, Rob Font. The heart says, Jose Aldo. Jose, leg kicks. Jose, leg kicks. Do it. Don't just box. Leg kick. Um, Co-main, we have Brad Riddle versus Rafael Fiziev. Rafael Fiziev, uh mainstay, if there's no COVID here in Thailand, and, uh, I think out of Tiger Muay Thai, Puka topped him, one of those two. So um, naturally, he's basically a Thai, so I'm rooting for Rafael Fiziev. Um Remember his awesome fight against Bobby Green, that was fantastic. Um, Brad Riddle right now, ranked number 12, Rafael Fiziev, ranked number 14. Um, they're both, the odds are even at minus 110, so this should be a fun a fun fight there. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if either, either, either takes it, but of course, Rafael Fiziev, uh, here my favorite. Then we have, uh, for the podcast listeners, I'm, I'm slapping my face right now, we have Clay Gita back in action, Clay Gita versus Leonardo Santos. And... How can you bet against Clay Gita, the, ma the man who shows the middle finger to uh, Father Time? So Clay Gita, you do your thing, man. Do your thing. Uh, and then we have also Jimmy Crude. Woo, Jimmy Crude was a Tamal Hill. Tamahal Hill. This should be fun. I didn't even notice on the card. <laughs> that's, gonna, that's a fun card so far. Um, I like it. Jimmy Crude minus 180, Jamal Hill uh, plus 155. Yeah, Jimmy, I mean, Jimmy Crude is, is a force. Uh, but Jamal Hill is, is, has got some slick techniques, so um, this is going to be fun. And the opener for the main card is Brandon Allen versus Chris Curtis. Uh, oh, Chris Curtis. Chris Curtis already? All right. Fair. Cool. Um, yeah, you do your thing, Chris Curtis. Um, the action man back in action already. That was fast. But he said he wants to fight a lot, right? So, um, yeah. Uh, well, maybe the action man has another game plan and puts it on again. So um, let, let, let's see how this goes. This, this is a great card for a fight night. That's a great card. I'm looking forward to that one. Nice. Uh, let me know your thoughts. In terms of, of course, I mean, UFC is everywhere. The one thing I wish is just that, like, of course, the fighters would have, like, more uniqueness to them. But UFC embedded and their IG posts and so on, of course, there are uh, on spot. And those high packages are, like, are, like second to none, of course. So um, not much to, well, uh, not much to criticize on the surface maybe we maybe should do, do like a special media podcast on a friday like diving into how um the ufc does things that would be interesting uh, i think okay but for now yeah that's a cool fight that i'm very much looking forward to um i've been talking for a long time now already so uh, i stop it right here let me know what you think what's what are your favorite fights gonna be and what are you looking forward to the most this is gonna be fun i believe um this this coming weekend so as always, thanks for joining, thanks for watching, thanks for listening. Don't forget to like, share, subscribe to this podcast, rate it if possible, because it really helps to get more ears and eyes on the product. And then we have better discussions here on the air as well. And that's, that's the goal, right? So as always, keep your guard up. Thanks for being here and stay safe, take care, and I'll see and talk to you soon. 
สวัสดีครับ